Hey, this is John Gunter at the Eagle Community Church of Christ in Mont Bellevue, Texas. I'm the preaching minister here, and what you found is a podcast of all my sermons. Right now, we're going through the book of Philippians. We're almost done. This week, we're going through Philippians chapter 4, and just the first few verses there. I believe we started verse 4. And so we hope that, that this has been uplifting and beneficial and encouraging and challenging and all, all of those ways to describe this. Uh, but we hope God's Word continues to speak uh, to you, and, and uh, we, we would love to help in any way we can. Check us out, eaglechurchofchrist.com. Uh, reach out to us if, uh, if you'd like to be a part of our church, like to know where we're at. You can find that on the website. Uh, we hope you have a great week. We hope to see you soon. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Good morning. Again, we're glad you're here with us this morning. Hope you've had a great week and a great weekend. Um, I've had a, had a great week, and I was very thankful this week for the, the cooler temperatures. Um, it was going to be real hard for me if all my, uh, you know, my friends back in, in Arkansas were getting a cold front and we weren't getting any. That would have been a real struggle. But uh, at the same time, uh, my best friend in Mississippi... Uh, my parents in Arkansas and then us here were getting a cool front, and it was fantastic. I uh, uh, just love this time of year. It's, uh, it's awesome. We're going to start this morning with a question. What brings you joy or what brings you happiness? Does anybody know what is considered to be, or at least they use the tagline, the happiest place on earth? Disney, not Disney World. Disneyland, the happiest place on earth. Anybody feel that way? Like you enjoy large crowds and long lines. Like that's, to you, that's a good day. Yeah, we haven't brought the kids yet. We don't, you know, if we, if we do something like that, we want Logan to be old enough to kind of remember because of how expensive it is. Um, don't want to just waste a trip, but... Uh, but yeah, Disney considers itself the happiest place on earth. So what brings you happiness? Well, how about this? The uh, happiest country in the world, four years running, Finland. Anybody moving to Finland? <laughs> Again, that's subjective, right? Uh, that's been considered four years in a row, so they must have something going on. Uh, as the happiest place, our happiest country. Well, what does that really mean? They actually have a, a very low percentage of diversity, and so one of the one of the things I love about our part of the world here is the diversity. But if you like diversity, this is not going to be your happiest place on earth, right? All right, here is one of my happiest places. He's still alive, as far as I know. There's one I couldn't get. Uh, one of my favorite things is this part of the, this time of year. It's like Christmas. Uh, I've, got a, uh, I've got a cellular cam now, and so I'll get a notification on my phone that it has taken a picture, and it might be this. So far this year, it has not been this. <laughs> been all, uh, you know, is there a horn? No, there's a leaf, um, uh, that kind of deal. But uh, so I've got a story about this one, too. This is a diversion. It has nothing to do with the lesson. But last year, I really want to get it. I'd seen him a year before, and I, I like to let him grow up, and, and he was old enough. Um, but I had to go get an eye test, eye exam, and I forgot they dilate your eyes. 
And so I go inside, I get my eye exam, which I, I never really have needed. I've always had really good vision. So they dilate my eyes and I come outside and my phone with my app dings. And it's him walking by my camera. And I only know it was him because I stared long enough trying with those dilated eyes trying to figure it out. I finally decided, okay, I can't go. I was going to take Evan. Evan's never, never gotten his first deer. And I can't go. It's just not safe. And he walked back by my camera about the time we would have been there. So he still runs free as far as I know. But this is one of the things that brings me joy. This is a view from my, my deer stand. Uh, my favorite tree in the world is this big old white oak right here. Uh, and if you hunt, you, uh, you look for these things. But just a time of the year where I get out and I'm, I'm able to kind of disconnect and kind of feel God's presence in a different way, not, uh, not feeling all the pressure of the day-to-day, got to get this, got to get this, got to get this. It's, it's a time where I can breathe easy and just take in what God is doing in front of me. And so for me, that's one of the things that brings me happiness, brings me joy. What brings you joy? Because I think, I think we could go a lot of different ways. Just in my own life, I'm thinking about different, different things that bring me joy. At, at one point in college, I felt like what needed to bring me joy was college sports. And, of course, I went to Fayetteville for my first degree. So I was a Razorback fan. And I wanted to get joy from that. And we were all right. We, were, uh, uh, we had Houston Nutt as a coach who was one of those motivators who would drive you nuts you know, you would beat the ranked team you had no business beating, but then you would also lose to the team that you had no business losing to, right? And so I'd follow sports, and if we lost, it was a horrible weekend. Like, I felt it for days. Finally, I had to say, I've got to get over this stuff. I did the same thing with the NFL. I had the NFL Sunday ticket, and I would watch, and if my team didn't win... Uh, man, it was a bad weekend. So we, we, we crave all of these things uh, that are trying to bring us joy. And sometimes we even try to bring joy out of things that just don't make sense. Sports and competition for us guys a lot of times is one of those things. Like we will, we will um, contort the stats to make it sound like, you know, we did something right. Okay? It, it, your team never, uh, never got beat by the other team. You just didn't play as well as you should have, right? That's how we look at that. Well, if we would have played, you'll take away those one or two big plays, and we would have won. Well, let's take away the, your, your big play. No, 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 no. And so we, we look at ways to, to bring us joy because we are seeking joy. We are seeking happiness from things that we know just don't bring us happiness. That extends to so many parts of our life. You, you love the vehicle you, you bought recently, but the one you, had, you bought five years ago that, was, that you wanted, you saved, you made sure you could make the payments or whatever the case may be, five years later, that's a piece of junk, right? Like that happiness that you felt isn't, isn't sustained over a period of time, is it? And so we really have to, as Christians, look at our lives and say, what are we seeking in our lives to bring us happiness or to bring us joy? Because from the beginning, God created this world for us. 
He created us in a garden with everything we would need. Anybody sign up for that right now? Like if I could just let go and let God in a garden where everything's taken care of, I don't care about that tree, right? I'm signing up for that. No bills. Evan, Evan's eight, and he's always been just a little mature for his eight. You know, first kid. You know, always around adults. You know, friends were adults, and he looks at us one one evening and he said, "Being an adult sounds bad." Said, you got to pay for all this stuff? Uh, yeah, it's coming, buddy. <laughs> you know, but, but he's picking up on that. You know, there are things we have to do. There are things that uh, in life we just have to do that aren't, aren't that fun. But from the beginning, even when presented with the perfect place to live and the perfect place to be taken care of, human beings have sought something else to bring them joy. Well, sure, I have all of this, but if I had that, then I could be like God. I could know good and evil. And yeah, a bad idea, right? Bad decision. We've always sought the other thing. So what brings you happiness? What brings you joy? From Philippians 4, starting in verse 4, Paul says this. He says, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. If there is anything I know about people, and especially this many people in one room, there are a lot of us this morning who need the peace of God. Like, if I can have that right now, that would do a lot for my situation. There are so many things robbing me of joy and happiness. I need something, and I don't know how to get it. And what Paul says here in this verse is that this peace that comes from God, that brings you joy, that brings you happiness, remember, he starts, rejoice in the Lord always. This joy, this peace that comes from God, we don't even understand how it works. Because God is, I believe, just so far above what we can comprehend, what we can understand. But we rejoice not in the things we have, not in the things we get to do, the experiences we have, but our joy, our happiness should come from God. And that when, when we have that as the top priority, that our joy is going to come from God, we can get through all of the other things that are beating at our doorstep. This, this verse does not say that uh, rejoice in God and you will never have sadness or sorrow, does it? doesn't say that. But you will go through some things, and if you have God as the top priority of your life, you can be sustained through that because you know at the end of the day, God has got me. That God has taken care of me and he can control the situation. And if we know that, if we feel God's love, we can get through all of that other stuff. I worked as a hospice chaplain for about a year and a half. And one question that I kept hearing over and over and over 
I, or a statement really is, I don't know how people who don't have God get through this. And I, I've got no answers for you. I don't know either. But I'll tell you, it, it, it's a different situation when you are dealing with a family who knows God and knows his love versus one who does not, does not share that same hope. And death is the ultimate, right? Like death is the, the thing we fear. Sure, we've got uh, grievances. We've got things that bother us, that annoy us, that do all of these things. But death is like the, the major thing, the one that, man, I lose a family member. Man, if, I, if my own health is deteriorating, uh, you know, all of these things that I am scared, I am worried about. Like I can get through the rest of this stuff, but, but death, is a, death and life is a, is a different deal. But that hope, that joy, that peace that comes from God even covers all of our fears about death, Right? Because when we die, remember what Paul has just said, you know, to me, to live is what, church? Christ. Christ. For to me, if I live, my life is going to be about Jesus Christ. If I die, what does he say? That's worse. Man, I got to leave here? I got to leave that tree stand? I don't see any deer anymore? He said to die is gain because of the hope, because of the joy that comes from Jesus Christ. That's the how in this book. That's the how Paul can even say this. It's because of his faith in Jesus and understanding what God will do. He says, do not be anxious about anything. Now, uh, as, as a former legalist, just throwing that out there, that's how I, I, I was wired into me, rule follower, legalist. We're going to take this one word at a time. Do not be anxious about anything. Well, I worry today I must have sinned. No. Hold on. When anxiety, when worries come, where do we go with it? Hopefully, when we worry, when we have anxieties, we say, okay, I'm going to put them on God. And I've confessed to you guys before, that is not my, my, uh, my, my default. My default is, how do I fix this? And then later on, oh, yeah, I haven't prayed which is a huge weight off my shoulder. Anybody ever had that prayer? Like, why hadn't I prayed and I do pray? Like, why didn't I do this like a week ago? Because that feeling is gone now because I've given it to God. Do not be anxious. That's what he's saying. Do not be anxious about anything. Put that, put that on God. Put that on something else. You have a hope that comes from God because he says by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, God, thank you for all you've done for it. With thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, there's a promise here, the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. If you're sitting here this morning and you have been robbed of joy and happiness, maybe you need to turn that over to God. Pray to God, thanking him for all he has done so that you receive this gift. And I, this is a gift. You've ever experienced it. This is a gift. That you receive this gift of peace from God that tr transcends all under. We don't understand how it works. I've shared with you guys the little girl we, we hope to adopt and she passed away. And that's the strongest example I have, I have gotten. Um, and I'm just now realizing if I just throw that out there and you weren't here for that, you're like, what are you talking about? Uh, we want to adopt a girl, uh, part of Katie's extended family. Uh, first birthday, she, she passed away. Uh, call it SIDS, but of course they call everything SIDS that age, but 
uh, really broke, broke me down. And, man, I didn't, you know, I, they honored me by asking me to be a pallbearer, and nobody should have to carry a casket that small. And I'll tell you, through, through the Word of God, through Scripture, and through uh, some songs on the radio, really, from, from K-Love and places like that, uh, I got ministered to through songs that included the Word of God, reminding me of who God is. And the peace that I received after getting that ministry, I do not understand because I was torn up. I don't know how I could go from where I was to, you know, being better. And Paul tells you right there, God will guard your heart. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put into practice and the, and the God of peace will be with you. How many times do we let the negative like stay with us? The negative things, the thing that's not going right in your life, rules the day. It, uh, as we might say, it has, it has rent-free space right here, right? It is up there. It is stuck. And Paul says, why don't you try, just for a minute, why don't you try thinking about all the positive things, all the praiseworthy things that God has given you in your life? Boy, how many times do we not do that? We even sing songs to try and remind us of that. Count your blessing. Why didn't you lead that this morning? It would have been perfect. <laughs> we'll have a meeting. We'll have a meeting. <laughs> but why don't you think about the things that God has given you, the praiseworthy things, all the ways that you have been blessed in your life? But we let the negative impact us. Give those things to God. Quit chasing after things that don't bring true joy and don't bring true happiness. Let your joy come from God. Let your joy come from the gift that was Jesus Christ in your life. That brings joy. That brings happiness. Don't hang on to all these other things. I'll tell you what, my, I told you guys on, I guess it was Wednesday, that a buddy of mine and uh, myself are going fishing uh, next month. Most of you weren't here, so I'll just tell you the funny thing I did. So I was talking back and forth to this buddy. We're going to Sam Rayburn. I've never been, and a great fishing lake, I understand. And so we're watching YouTube videos. He's telling me which baits to buy. There's a video about it. And so uh, I read it, or I watch the, the video, and I'm making this order of all of these lures. And I'm texting my buddy, and I'm telling him, all right, Katie's going to get a notification about this in just a minute. So if I come to some untimely demise, <laughs> just know the problem was I didn't send it to my buddy. I sent it to the elders in Jordan. And I said, oh, sorry, wrong people. And then I waited a second. I thought, you know what? No, they need to know too. And I told them that. I was like, hey, the more the better. More witnesses, the better. So they knew, Ben actually asked, he said, y'all need marital counseling? I said, well, it's fishing lures. So maybe, you know, I don't know. <laughs> maybe so. But even though that time where I'm going to have my buddy, I'm going to have a fantastic time. 
if my joy just has to come from an event or just another person or just another thing or just another whatever, it's not going to be true joy. We can have fun. We can have a lot of happiness from things. But our true joy comes from knowing Jesus Christ and having faith in him. Because he's got us at that point. Choose joy, real joy, not the, the fake alternative. I want to uh, close with this. Romans 15, 13 says this. I don't say this kind of as a, a prayer of, of blessing on all of us this morning. Paul says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. That it is not all about me putting in just more effort into doing this, that, that God is ready and willing to bless you through the power of his Holy Spirit to receive this joy and this peace in your life this morning. And if you haven't become a child of God, if you haven't been baptized to start that walk with Him, I want to ask that you start that this morning. And we're here to witness the beginning of your journey and walk alongside you. If there are any needs that you have, we'd love to pray with you at this time. We're going to offer a, a song of invitation. Uh, if you have any prayer cards, we'll take those at this time as well. Uh, but would you come as we stand and sing?